Hey guys, you know me, I'm all about the easiest way to make a podcast, and I've decided to go with this podcast on Anchor, because number one, it's free, but it's a creation tool that I can do anywhere at any time on my phone or my computer, and I can edit my podcast right then and there. I can add music to it, I can add sounds to it, and it will be distributed anywhere and everywhere spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, but my favorite pocket cast and i can make money from this podcast with no minimum listenership now at my last podcasting host i had to have 500 downloads a week even to get minimal payment this you do, don't have to do. Make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, this is Sam with Daily Sports Betting Podcast and this is your UFC Saturday night, February 27, 2021 episode where we're going to break down some of the fights and I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do and why. Um, Hope that you guys tweet me at Overtime Daily. Tell me what you're doing. Maybe I'll pick up on it or or do something like that. You get in our Facebook group, which is Daily Sports Betting Overtime Podcast. Come in there. Tell me what you're doing. Or you guys can always reach me at daily sports betting ot at gmail.com and tell me who you're betting and what's going on. This card is not really sexy tonight. It's not, it's not, I don't want to say it's not a big deal. It is a big deal to these fighters. It's not really a big deal in the scheme of things when you compare it to next weekend. Next weekend's the big fight weekend. Um, there's going to be, I think, three title uh, on the line, I think. Dominic Cruz is fighting on the undercard. He could be the main event any time, you know. So this this card is just amazing that's coming up next week. First of all, I like two of the undercard fights. There are two, there's nothing else on tonight, um, you know, I, I don't have any pay-per-views that I need to watch, or anything like that, so I'm going to be watching the undercard, and I think it starts at 6, I may be wrong, it may start at 5, but um, the first matchup I, I want to talk about, because I think Dustin Jacoby and Maxim Grisham it's going to be unreal. Um, Jacoby has been all over the map. He's been up. He's been down. He's a kickboxer. And he usually has exciting fights. Grishin was a heavy heavyweight, and he's coming down in weight or trying to. And he's got really good wrestling both of them will stand up but Gerson's looking to get it on the ground he really 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 has to dirty this fight up 
He has to take him on the ground. He has to, you know, get him up against the fence, ground and pound. He, he, has got to do that. And I think I want to watch this fight, which makes me want to bet it. I know with my head, I probably should take Jacoby, but I'm not. Um, I think they're doing plus 130. Um, I didn't write that part down. Um, I'm taking Maxim Gershon on this fight because I there's just something about him with him coming down in weight that I think that he's going to take this fight. Now, the next fight that I'm going to be on is happening at 745. And it's Alexander Hernandez versus Tayo Moises. These guys are both rising stars in MMA. Um, Moises, I think, is 25 years old. I mean, we're talking young. And Hernandez is older, more experienced, and everything. I think Moises in the fights that I pulled up to backwatch he seems to kind of let fighters get into their game and then he adjusts for them he's a jiu-jitsu guy um and he likes trying to uh try and force submissions and everything and the thing that I noticed, and so I, I know if I noticed it, the judges notice it. He doesn't like to get hit. He's 25 years old, like I told you, and when he gets hit, he has a tendency to, in pro wrestling, they call it overselling, he has a tendency to flinch really bad. Um, and then he has a tendency to back out really fast. And you can tell he just, he doesn't like to get hit. And I think if this goes a different distance, and I don't think it will, but if it would, I think that affects the judges because I think they see him and they think the shot is maybe harder than what it actually is. Or that it's scaring him. So I I just don't think he wins tonight. I think Hernandez, um, if he manages his gas tank, if he manages his cardio, if he manages and can get through the rounds, I think he comes out, he tries for a first round knockout. I, I mean, I'm just going to say that. I, I, I think he does. He he loves to throw punches and hard punches at that. I'm taking Hernandez for the win by KO. That's what I'm choosing. Uh, Hernandez by KO. And I just... I think he hits... Moses just the right or Moises the right way and I don't think Moises can get him on the ground and get him to submit. 
I like this next fight. Um, Alex Caracas or Caracas versus Kevin Kroon. Um, Kevin Kroon is a talker. I want to say he has been talking. I want to say last week, but it's been longer than that. If you go on his social media, he has been talking about being aggressive. He's coming out and hitting Alex right off the bat. He's going to finish him and da-da-da-da-da. I don't believe that. Um, Caserdis, Kirkrakis, however you say his name, I'm going to call him Alex. Uh, Alex is left-handed. And he's got a tough style to figure out. He can do a lot of different things as far as he can submit you, he can knock you out. And most of his fights do not go the distance. Most of Kroom's fights do not go the distance. So that's what I'm doing. I'm picking Alex doesn't go the distance, and it's plus 135 on DraftKings. So I that's that's where I'm going with that. At 9.15, you're going to see uh, Pedro Mah- Mahomes as I struggle uh, with these names, I'm sorry, and Jimmy Rivera. Um... A lot of people think this could be the fight of the night. I don't know. I think it's a little slow, especially in the beginning. Um, I think they're going to stay on their feet. Neither one of them really like to go on the ground. They fought five years ago, and Riviera does seem... To be faster than Munez and a more technical fighter. Munez does have a guillotine. And he will probably look for that if he can knock Rivera down. But everything I've saw of them, I, I just think... That this is going to be a slow, methodical fight. I don't know that it's going to be match of the night. Pedro's six or four out of his last six fights have went to decision. Jimmy Revere's 17 of all of his 27 fights have went to decision. So I think Rivera wins this one by decision. But here's the kicker. They're also thinking that in Vegas. So you're getting a big juice on this one. So what I'm going to do is I want to parlay this with one of the favorites, which you're going to hear later on, and... Get my odds down a little bit so that I can probably, hopefully, make some money. Uh, at 10.15, we're going to see Montana De La Rosa 
and Myra Bueno Silva. Um, they are fighting. De La Rosa. I don't really know what to say about her. She likes to strike. The problem is, is she has no pyre behind her punches. I have yet to see her knock anyone out or really knock anyone down. Um, she likes to go to the ground, though. The problem is, Bruno Silva is a ground specialist. I mean, big time. And also, Montana De La Rosa has a tendency to bust up pretty easy. If Bonus Silver catches her with a couple strikes, I look for her to start bleeding. That always weighs against you with the judges. You can see, very obviously, what Vegas thinks is going to happen. I think there's going to be a submission by Bueno Silva because she likes to go to the ground. That's minus 300 right now. Don't choose that. Because if you choose just Bueno Silva to win the fight, it's minus 135. So that's the reason why you got to think about the outcome and then see actually what's there and then maybe back up and punt. So really caution you guys on that. Um, the next match is Krylov and Anikolov, uh, or Anikolov, um, it's 11 o'clock. I'm going to tell you right now. You probably don't want to bet this one with me. Because I'm going to do kind of something crazy. If you want to bet Krilov, I don't blame you. He is a very good fighter. He um, likes to KO people. He's a pretty good striker, but this Magnamed Ankalov, super dangerous, super skilled. They are really expecting him to go places. I would not be surprised if we see him, I don't know, in about three or four matches contending for a title. Um, I think he's the dark horse. And I think a lot of people are not going to be betting on him. I am, I may bet him to win depending on the numbers because I haven't placed it yet. And I am betting for a knockout, um, minus 110. And one of the reasons is if you look at Krylov's fights, 32 out of 34 have ended in some kind of finish before it going all the way. Now, that's good or bad. 
either he's been knocked out or submitted, or he's knocked out or submitted his opponent. But 32 out of 34, meaning only two fights have went to decision. Do not choose decision in this fight. It's not going to happen. Somebody is going down. And I just think it's this this kid, I think this dark horse guy, Ankalov, is going to beat Karlov. And so we're going to go from there. 11.45 is supposed to be the main event. Um, I am not even going to try to pronounce his first name, but Rosenstruck and gone. Um, this is where I'm going to parlay Munez and Rivera. Um, Rosenstruck was a kickboxer before he entered UFC. He has crazy power. Which means this actually could end up being like last week's fight. Last week, we chose the favorite. He was winning the whole entire way. It was going to go to decision. Just like we predicted, we were going to win our bet. And Derek Lewis, out of the blue, with crazy power, just knocked him out. And I mean, he was out. And Crozenchuk, or Rosencrutch, has the same kind of pyre. There could be 10 seconds left in this fight, and he really could um, not gone out. Um, if you saw gone, though, against Oversteen, um, you know he has KO power. Um... And he's a real cerebral, analytical fighter. He's a kickboxer also. And they see him in the championship picture with John Jones, I would say, in the next year or two. And so do not be surprised if you see Gone wearing a belt soon. I think this one ends in a KO stoppage at minus 116 with gone. Um, I definitely think that it doesn't go the distance. And I forget how it was worded. Maybe it was don't go to the distance or something like that. But I found it at plus 100. And so that's the two bets. That I'm taking on that because Gone is an overwhelming favorite. And that's the reason why I'm probably going to parlay it with Munez Rivera. So that's kind of how I'm betting tonight. Um, for those of you who are new into this, I was hoping to get it done last night. I didn't. Um, I am going to get it done soon. You're going to see a podcast on how to bet uh, MMA fights. And maybe how you prop bet in MMA fights. I don't know. I may do those together. I, I'm kind of thinking through them as I'm talking to you guys. But 
there's a lot of people that are wanting to bet MMA fights, get in there with their friends, have a reason to watch, all of that, but they really don't know how. So um, I'm going to do an episode on kind of how how you want to do that and why. So that's where we stand. We're getting ready for the big card next week. Can't wait. And um, like I always say, please bet responsibility. Do not bet your food money on any of these UFC matches. You never know when somebody's going to knock somebody out. Um, pick and choose your fights correctly on what you believe. You don't have to go along with anything that I say. Um, I wish you, though, the best of luck in whatever you choose. And if you choose not to to bet the fights, maybe you'll watch them and you'll get excited about next weekend. Because I sure am. As always, you guys know you can reach me at daily sports betting OT at gmail.com or on Twitter at Overtime Daily. Or you can get in our Facebook group at Daily Sports Betting Podcast. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon. And I'll see you down the road.